the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining me today. Took a lot to get here today because there was quite a bit of traffic, and you know, sometimes I have to like really catch myself. How about you when you're wanting to get somewhere and you have a time schedule and you should have started your day out or your drive or your trip out a little sooner and you got caught up and didn't get out in time and then traffic just kind of stops your momentum and and uh you know how many times in life do we have our momentum stopped and what is it that propels you to just keep going instead of just saying forget it turn around let's just forget it what is it that propels you that is an interesting question for me there's been so many things lately that uh, I just keep saying, you know, God, you, you need to take the wheel. You need to be in control because uh, there's a lot coming at me. And, Lord, I really want to do your will. I don't want it to be what I think looks great and uh, sounds great, but I want to do what you want me to do. And even if that means uncomfortableness, uh, if it means sacrifice, uh, I just want to do your will because I know that out of obedience comes blessings. And those of you that have been obedient, even though it has not been easy, have you realized the blessings? Have you? Because they're there. So many times I read out of this book, Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. And so I'm going to read that right now. I usually kind of do it near the end of the show. But today I think I'm just going to start with that uh, because it's very amazing how God or Jesus shows up. I have not read this before this moment, so we're going to read this together, okay? And it says, approach each new day with desire to find me before you get out of bed. I have already been working to prepare the path that will get you through this day. There are hidden treasures strategically placed along the way. Some of the treasures are trials designed to shake you free from earth shackles. Others are blessings that reveal my presence, sunshine, Flowers, birds, friendships, answered prayer. I have not abandoned the sin-wracked world. I am still richly present in it. Search for deep treasure as you go through this day. You will find me all along the way. So I'm thinking about my trip just getting in here today. And it was a trip, right? And I'm looking for treasure and all I'm finding are taillights stopping me from getting to where I want to go. So I'm smiling right now as I read this because sometimes myself, I get trapped in the right, this, this second and maybe not seeing the blessing that might be on the side. So I'm just kind of cautioning you by reading this and it's definitely speaking to me too. I made it, I'm here and I'm safe. That's something to be thankful for. 
and uh, I didn't see any tragedies along the way. You know, those motorcycles that stream by us so quickly, and we don't know they're there until they're past us already, and sometimes they're loud, and, and I don't know, I jump a little bit, even though I'm a motorcyclist, and I'm fully aware of these things. And, you know, those of you that don't ride motorcycles, be aware they're there, because we don't want to have any unsafe um, accidents, anything happen to motorcyclists. Although sometimes I'm praying for them as they drive, they, they fly by me thinking, oh, Lord, please just protect this person that's not being very smart right now. And I'm just hoping as I drive further along the road that I'm not going to find them on the pavement because they're definitely not um, choosing caution. M- motorcycle riding alone is not cautious. It's uh, kind of a risk uh, factor. And uh, we just need to be careful. And I am a motorcyclist, and I do ride a motorcycle uh, Harley, and I have two dirt bikes. And I can tell you that the defensiveness of us as drivers needs to be even grander. So the scriptures that go along with the reading that I just read is this. My purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That's Colossians 2, 2 through 3. And Isaiah 33, 6 says, He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. A while ago, I was uh, kind of in a somber arena, and the idea of the key came up. Because how many times do we see uh, in writing the key points to success, the key points to good health, the key points? And the word key, there's been so many times where I've put the wrong key in the hole and wondering why it's not opening the door. In a hotel room, you have the card, right, this little silly card that they can, re, you know, change up the combination on the card, just like that. And so many times I've gone up the elevator and walked all the way to the furthest room, tried the key, and guess what? doesn't work. And how many times in life do we think we have the answer? We have the key, and how many times has it not worked? And what do we do at that point when you have a key that doesn't work? If you have a way to get back down to get a different key, then obviously you're going to do that. But in life, so often, we might not know. We don't have that wisdom. We don't have the knowledge to know what it is we need to do. And that is when I choose more than ever to say, Lord, give me the key. You know, he says, ask. Ask and you shall receive. So if you have the wrong key, if things aren't going the way you want them to go, maybe you don't have the right key. And a simple thing like this little, let's say the metal keys, you know, like the front door. Just think about that object for a second. How big is it? And how much power does that little tiny key have? I mean, if you lock your keys in your car, if you lock your keys in your house and it was the only set, you know, how much power is there in that little tiny doggone key? And how much power is it to not have the right answer, that wisdom, that knowledge to know what to do in any given situation? That whole topic, that whole thing was totally from the Holy Spirit because I had no idea. But I do know this, is that we do need to have the right key. And the Lord says, ask and you shall receive. Lately, there's been a lot of times where I'm negotiating 
and I am even, you know, kind of uncomfortable in the situation asking for what I think things should go or the way I think that it should be. And I'm uncomfortable, but yet there's this little nudge saying, go ahead, Sue, ask. You don't know if you don't ask. You don't know if you don't ask. I taught my children that. You don't know if you don't ask. And, you know, there is no silly question. I tell my employees that. So don't not ask. Just ask. The worst they could say is what? No. It's only a two-letter word. How much power does it have? It has a lot when it's on your side. (laughs) For me, I had to learn that the hard way. I was the yes person. I'd said yes to everything until I realized there wasn't enough hours in the day for all the things that I said yes to. Some of you mothers out there are laughing right now. I know it because you're there too or you've been there and you've learned a lesson that no is not a bad word. (laughs) No is definitely not a bad word. It's healthy boundaries and understanding your gifts and what you were sent here to do. And if you're doing everybody else's jobs and you really can't do yours as well. So it's best to let that go and, and let those that have the gifts in those areas do what they were created to do. Then you're not stealing their joy and taking away from them. And you can do what God purposed you to do. And isn't that what we're all called to do, is to do what we were created to do? And so many times, I guess, you know, people say, what is your message, Sue Freeze? What is your message? And I have, I think, you know, the Lord's message to me is that ask and you shall receive. That's a big one for me. Knock and the door shall be opened. Seeking ye shall find. Those are so important, and sometimes we forget to just ask. But another one for me is just that God created you for a specific purpose, and it's up to you and him to make it happen. He's there, and he'll guide you, but you have to ask him to guide you. And one of the things you can do is just ask yourself what you're good at already. What are you good at? Not everybody in this world is designed to go to school and get their their doctorate degree. They're not everybody is designed that. I don't have it. But I have been purposed and designed to talk to you. I've been purposed and designed to run a company and to kill termites and protect people's most expensive investment, their home, to protect their children, their pets, the environment, and their neighbors. That's what I was designed to do. The gift set that I have to do that is to always be looking for the win-win. I'm always looking for win-wins. How can, I, how can I help you? And how does that benefit my employees and my company? And if we can make this work together, why not? So I'm always looking for opportunity. I'm looking for, I'm always scanning. People say, Sue, you're a scanner. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means really, but now I'm understanding it better, is that I'm, I'm constantly on the alert and I'm always scanning I'm looking at people, I'm looking at situations, I'm looking at billboard signs in different countries. Oh, that's interesting. I like the colors in that. They could have designed this differently, and it probably would have had a better message. Or this is a giving a mixed signal. Is that what they wanted to do? And who is their audience? Who are, they, who are they catering through or to in this advertisement? Do you ever ask yourself that, or is that just me? Is that just my world? Is that my brain? Or does everybody do that? I don't think everybody does. If you're tuning in right now, thank you so much for doing so. This is the Sue Freeze Show. And if you're new to my, to my show, I've been uh, doing this for about eight and a half years now. And I have a television show on LA 36. And um, I own a uh, termite pest control company that I've been, I've been in that business for like 39 years. And before that, I was in fashion. So I went from fashion to bugs. Go figure. I think it's hilarious. 
I went to FITM, Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise, and now I am running a pest and termite control company. So um, am I teaching termites how to dress? I don't think so. I, I don't think that's the purpose. But in the process, I got married, and I have two beautiful children that are adults now, and they're wonderful adults. I'm very proud of how they've turned out, and I'm still waiting to see how God you know, grooms them and whatnot. But what I'm discovering is in this process, this journey, is that we all have a purpose. We all have a life to live, and we are designed So what were you designed for? What is the purpose that you were put on this earth for? And if you don't know, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. You know, he's not through with us. He's not through with me yet, and it's a good thing. It's really a good thing. Um, You know, and he's not going to be through with us until we're not here anymore, and hopefully we're going to meet our Heavenly Father, our Creator, and and he's going to say good and well done. I hope that's what he says to me. So, um, if you're new to our station, or if you're not new, suefreeze.com is spelled Sue and Freeze, F-R-I-E-S, dot com. When you go there, there's quite a few things that you can roam around and look at. There are the I Ams. The I Ams are something that I'm very strong about, and it's because there was a time, a long time, In my life where I felt I was unworthy to receive anything, let alone God's love and his grace. And it wasn't until I realized who I was in him that he died for me and he died for you. And if you have not received the Lord, just understand this. You don't have to clean your act up to receive him. You just ask him, ask him in your heart. And he will guide you. He will do what he needs to do in your life to create the purpose and to make the purpose happen for you. So don't wait because we only have right now. Who knows what's going to happen in the next, you know, day or even moment. So it's really important that the decisions we make are right here and right now. So if you're on the fence, if you're hesitating, ask yourself what's holding you back. Why, what is it that's stopping you from asking him in your heart and in your life? Is it something that is holding you, you know, something that's got you, that makes you not want to do this because you don't want to give that up? Don't be afraid of that. You know, fear is not of the Lord. Fear is of the devil. And did you know that fear not is in the Bible 365 times? So don't be concerned that you're fearful because the Lord gave us fear not one for every day. So that's telling me and maybe telling you that you're not alone to fear, but um, we don't have to fear. Fear not, he says, if you have him to guide and to protect you. I don't know about you, but when I get in an airplane and even now listening to the news and watching all the little silly things that are going on that are just crazy, I mean, absolutely crazy on the airplanes. I just, I look at those things and I'm like, I can't even believe that just happened. I can't believe it. But I'm still flying. Okay. And luckily I haven't had any of those episodes. But when I fly, I, when I'm standing in line, I pray for safety, protection. When I am in the plane, put the seatbelt on, hearing the announcer on the speaker saying we're about to take off, turn off your phone and all those good things. 
you know, I just ask for protection. Ask again, that word, ask, three-letter word. Ask for protection and, and ask the Lord to just protect the airplane, to protect me, to protect all of those in the airplane and, uh, you know, for a safe takeoff, but even more a safe, you know, come down, you know, <laughs> landing. You know, I just, I pray um, because we're we're called to do that. And so uh, sometimes people notice that I'm doing it. I'll say, what did you just do? Or they know what I did because I just bow my head and close my eyes. It's not like I'm doing this big deal, but I'm, you know, I'm just quiet. I'm quiet and I'm just praying. You know, Lord, just, you know, take this moment and, and get me where I'm going. Please, Lord. And, you know, in one piece. Uh, it's kind of kind of uh, scary for me. Every time I get on a plane, I'm a little nervous. Fear not, I know, but uh, there's still this little fear. You know, I have no control over the situation. So um, that's what I'm going to say about that. Anyway, so, you know, I, last week I talked about this little book I found. It's called God's Little Instruction Book for the Workplace. It's not only for the workplace because I always do these parallel of thinking. You know, it's like, um, you know, you take an idea that might be in the workplace, but you apply it to your home life or your relationships at home because, you know, they cross all the time. And who we are is who we are. And who you are when no one's looking is who you really are. Little golden nugget there. Who you are when no one's looking or you don't think they're looking is who you really are. So pay attention to that, would you? I'm going to read out of this book. It says, Lord, grant that I may always desire more than I can accomplish. Okay, well, I I think that I fit that bill pretty well because it, it seems like I never really get everything accomplished. Right now, I've got something going on, and I, and I really want you to join me, especially if you're in the Orange County area, and it's Lunch with Susie, and I'm having them all over uh, where my radio show um, plays, and, it, and the radio station or the show... Um, actually plays on different stations all up and down the California coast and on the internet, iTunes, iHeart, and podcasts. It's all over the world. I'm not going all over the world with the Lunch with Susie's, but I am going everywhere my E. coli termite and pest control company uh, services. So I'm doing a lot here. Anyway, so the next one is going to be on June 1st. And that's at Gulliver's in Orange County. And so if you'd like to join, just go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. When you go there, that's another thing you can find on that besides the I am's, which I was talking about. And the I am's are just uh, who you are in Christ. And like I am victorious. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. These things are very important. And if we read these things every day, there's three pages. You can download them for free. I didn't say that, so I want to say that now. Uh, go there, download the pages, and read these scriptures every day. It's three pages of scriptures of who the Lord says you are. And there's a lot of people in this world that will speak into your life or to you, and they're not really wanting you to succeed. They're not really valuing you as a person. And I'm sorry to say that there's people like that out there, but they're there, and they might not even know the damage they're causing. So you need to just rebuke that and say, I don't accept that. That's not truth. That's not me. And go to the I am's and read that because that's what Christ says you are. And you are victorious even in your battles. The battle has already been fought. The battle has already been won. But you still have to go through this. And the way I look at that, anytime we have a battle, a crisis, anything, is God doesn't make these things happen. Some people say that, and I'm thinking, that is not my God. God doesn't make these things happen. But sometimes these issues, these crises are allowed. And the reason is, is because... Uh, we're being prepared for our next assignment. And in looking back over my 
60, I'm going to go ahead and say it, 60 years of life, okay? I look at my life and I'm saying, wow, the things that I've been through, I'm thankful for. Even the bad things, I'm thankful for. Why? Because I wouldn't be Sue Freeze today. I wouldn't be the Sue Freeze that I am. And I'm pretty, I feel really good about where I came from and and how I've turned out, although God is not done with me yet. And yes, I fail. We all fail. The difference is accept the responsibility. Those that don't have a real problem. But if we as Christians or as just good human people, if we say, whoops, I made a mistake, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail. It's if you stay there and you beat yourself up forever, you're never going to become, you're not going to have the chance to become what God created you to be. And I will tell each and every one of you, you are so very special. You are valuable. You are very worthy. And you are so special to him. He died for you. That was the big turning point for me is when I realized that my heavenly father sent his only son to die on the cross for me. And even if I was the only person in this world, that I was valuable enough for him to do that. Turning point for me. Because, wow, that's very sacrificial. And that's very special. So when people say, you say to someone, they'll say, uh, how are you? And they say, better than I deserve. I'm like, something happens inside of me. And I understand the humbleness of the, of the statement. But my thinking is, is that if the Lord sent his only son to die for me, I might not have deserved it, but I was valuable enough for him to do it. So in that, I'm not going to downplay that. I'm just going to say I'm valuable enough for him to send his only son to die for me. And so, you know, I'm not anything special, but yes, I am, according to Christ. And so are you. And I want you to believe that because once you grab a hold of that, you can get back up again and you can start life right today and forgive what has passed because it's past. P-A-S-T. It's gone. It's behind you. And you need to start fresh from right here, right now, and say what was, was. What's going to be is going to be. But what is, is right now. What is, is right now. And what are you going to do with right now? Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Philippians 3.13. Pick up your Bible. Start reading Philippians. Philippians is a book And I wrote in my Bible, which is sitting right here, and in the very front of Philippians, I wrote in big, bold letters, joy. There's people in my life that have lacked joy. They're wise, they love the Lord, but they don't have joy. And I'm like, where's where's the joy? Where's the joy? So read Philippians. That's the joy book. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. So please once you want, I hope you contact me. Please contact me on SueFreeze.com. Connect with me and tell me what's going on in your life. Would you do that? We will be back with more of the Sue Freeze Show right after this brief, brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at E. 
I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And, Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments it sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services they're very effective so if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals know that we have an array of options for termite control don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home call ecola termite pest control services now 800-332-BUGS 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com ecola powerful termite and pest control as gentle as a butterfly Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. If you would like to sponsor this show, I would love to talk to you. And if your business is only in one county, let's say it's in San Diego, that's okay. If you're in Orange County, if you're in L.A., if you're in Ventura, if you're in Santa Barbara, if you're in Santa Maria, we can talk and I can help you through the process of radio. Maybe radio is new to you. Maybe you don't know uh, how to do this or whatnot. I am more than happy to discuss it with you. And the price of doing sponsorships on my show is a great start. You can see what your ROI, return on investment, is to see if it's a good mix for you, if it's a good match. Uh, you know, if it's not, you're not going to lose a lot of, of finance there. But it is a great way to just check out, you know, just check it out for yourself. So I hope you do that. And Learning to Breathe is a book that was written regarding my son, his asthma, respiratory issues, which is the passion behind being the termite lady. Uh, we are an alternative treatment company. We do all the different methods. People say orange oil. I'm not a fan. I'm just saying, don't shoot me. But uh, orange oil has an accelerant. It's a contact kill. I have methods. I have products that I know are so much better than orange oil because I have a gallon of orange oil, and I've had the same gallon, I think, for 10 years now. And if it was the best for any given situation, I guarantee you I would use it. But we always find that there's something that's that would work better. So I'm just saying, uh, people think that I am the orange oil company because I say I'm environmentally friendly and I say that it's more natural because we have the uh, E. coli heat, patented heat method. It's clean, hot air. 
that's better than even orange oil. And it covers a better area, and it's not a contact kill. It, it gets inside the wood. It can do a better job with less drilling, with less oil in your walls, and the VOCs are, are none. They're very slim, whereas VOCs are like breathing. Uh, you don't want to breathe. Orange oil sounds so healthy, doesn't it? But it's really not the greatest. It really isn't, even though I love the smell of oranges. And people think I'm the orange oil person because my monarch butterfly is orange. But it's a monarch butterfly, and monarch butterflies are orange. So there you have it. And if you've had orange oil treatment before and you're going to have another termite company come in, you should really let them know that you've had this other treatment because there's things that they need to be aware of uh, regarding that. Okay, so that is enough said about that. Uh, the heat process is, is the only recognized alternative to fumigation for full structure recognized by the Consumer Affairs. So if that means anything to you, then there you go. Uh, if you go to the E. coli termite or the termitelady.com site, I have spent so much money and so much time to educate anybody that wants to be educated. Because I think that once a person is educated, they're going to choose E. coli. We are here for you. Learning to Breathe, like I said, is a book uh, regarding asthma, respiratory issues, and so much more. People say the book is not just about that, Sue. It's about so much more. There's my personal story about when I first received the Lord and I come home all excited thinking God's going to fix everything. And my mom says, come in, Susie, I need to talk to you for a minute. Your dad and I have decided to get a divorce. So I talk about that and the devastation of having no control, being a kid and not having any control over my environment, about my future. Where am I going to live? What's going to happen? Very scary. And so I totally understand that whole environment. And I made a promise that I, I did not want that to happen to my children. And that's where I'm going to leave that right now. Anyway, so unhappiness is in not knowing what we want and killing ourselves to get it. Oh, my goodness. Listen to that. We're running, 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 going here, going there. It's like, you know, you draw this rut to work, and then you have a rut going back, and then you're going to make dinner, and you got to go grocery shopping, and this and that, and walk your dog. I have to walk my dog. Anyway, so, you know, you've got all these things that you do day in and day out. Getting up, I think about this. This is a side note, and this is just Sue Freeze talking right now. But I think about how many hours I spend just getting up in the morning and doing my morning ritual of taking a shower, brushing my teeth, blow-drying my hair, I think about if I didn't have to do all that, how much time, more time I would have in a day to do other things. And how would I fill that other things? What, what would fill that time frame? Interesting. Interesting thought. But I calculated once. I don't have the number. But how many hours I spend just my morning ritual. And, yeah, pushing that little button on the coffee pot. That's in there, too. It's pretty crazy, though, if you think about it, how much time there is in just doing those things. But I feel a lot better when I wake up in the morning and take that shower and, you know, get dressed and everything. It just kind of starts the day. Uh, before I hit my feet on the, the carpet, on the ground, I, I, you know, Lord, guide my steps, guide, guide my words, guide my thoughts. And uh, ask and you shall receive, right? Ask and you shall receive. So happiness is not knowing what we want and killing ourselves to get it. Can you relate to that? So many times I've talked, and if you want to go on my podcast, just go to suefreeze.com. And when you go there, there's podcasts. And there's podcasts on there about goal setting, about time management, fierce conversations, you know, resolving conflict. I mean, there's so many podcasts in there, and they all have 
these little golden nuggets that I've learned or that I've read or something. Anyway, um, what profit hath a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? It's Ecclesiastes, which is like the song if you're older, the turn, turn, turn song. There's a time and a season for everything. That's Ecclesiastes in a nutshell. There's a whole lot more in there. But basically, you know, it starts in the dust and it ends up in the dust. It's kind of you don't take it with you. Uh, but you think about it and you're thinking, what are you doing with your labor? And this goes right back to our purpose, right? What we're doing every day, is it going towards what God created us to do or are we just going through the motions? There's so many people that I am coming in contact with now and have all along my life where they have a job. They have a job and they're doing the job. But when I ask them about their job, I don't feel sense a spark at all. I don't sense that they're passionate about what they're doing. Now, I'm thinking back when, and I've said this before, but I'll say it to you because there's new listeners today, and I just want you to get to know me a little bit. And I want to get to know you, so please find out when Lunch with Susie is in your area. And please, it's $25. It includes a meal, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's two hours of just getting to know each other. And I just, I'm so looking forward to that because that's what Sue Freeze is about, is connecting. I like the relationships. I need to understand where people are coming from. I just... I feel like I'm a reporter or an interviewer all the time when I'm anywhere. I'm always asking lots of questions because I'm just curious and I want to get to know somebody. And people say, wow, I can't believe you asked that kind of, you know, personal question. I'm like, I have no problem asking personal questions because that's when you get into the real nitty gritty, isn't it? You know, it truly is. I meet so many people that don't have that spark and don't have that passion. And I'm wondering how they manage to get up in the morning and go through their morning ritual. How do they, I mean, I get up and I go to work and it doesn't take a lot to get me going because I'm so excited about what I'm doing. So we need to understand what our purpose is on this earth. We need to understand what our goals are and our goals have to matter. When I, when I bought this company, Cola, uh, the Lord spoke to me in a very quiet, I mean, I didn't really hear him audibly. It was kind of in my brain, okay? People say, oh, he spoke to me, and oh, really? How did he do that? And, you know, he comes to each person differently, and everybody's experience is their personal experience. Uh, mine is it's just kind of in my head, but he says, Sue, don't worry, because your employees are your ministry, because I was worried about leaving the church and ministries that I was involved in in church. And he says, now your employees are your ministry. And so we talk about workplace principles or workplace ministry and I went to a Concordia luncheon and there was a whole room full of business people that have this whole like-mindedness of um, ministry in the workplace and we have to be careful about how we present our beliefs because not everybody is going to understand or believe as we do so I always um, caution myself with love uh, respect and love. And I find that if I do that, I'm not infringing, I'm not I'm not pushing my beliefs on somebody. But I do have healthy boundaries. For instance, my belief is let no unwholesome words come out of your mouth, meaning my mouth. But, you know, I can't put a muzzle on other people. I can't tell them they cannot 
talk like that. But when people realize that they're having conversation with me and I'm not using that kind of language in the workplace because I own the company, I say we will not use this language here. I don't want that language here. Then that is a boundary. It's, it's a guideline for us. But when I'm out in about, you know, and people just feel comfortable in, in their language and flipping their words and I'm like going, ooh, that's painful for me. Um, I can't force my beliefs on them, but I can uh, pull myself away from those people. Um, I could somehow I can get the point across or I can just love, not judge and uh, quietly just be there with them. And it's funny because when I choose to do that, what happens is with time is in my not using that type of language, um, I think I'm rubbing off too. You know, it's like that other personality can rub off on people. If you're around it a lot, then you start talking like that. But if you don't, then that works too. And you don't have to say anything. So it's kind of uh, interesting, isn't it? You're listening to The Sue Free Show, uh, San Diegans. Thank you so much for tuning in. And could you please share this show with other people? I want this show to grow. I want the Lord's message to get out even further, even deeper. Uh, Venturians, please, if you could do the same and all the way up and down the coast. Uh, Orange Countyans, LAans, is that correct? I don't even know. But could you please just spread the word that Sue Free's show is, is there to help, to encourage, to inspire? You know, we just need to do all we can, be the best we can, and uh, do what God created us to do. And so I encourage each and one of you to be asking yourself that question, you know. Do you have a passion in your belly? Do you have a dream? Do you have something that's there that you you just, you know, you've snuffed it out because of this or because of that? Don't let it snuff out. Bring it back. Rekindle that relationship. Rekindle that passion in your belly. And for those that are working and you're making a living and you just really don't have any fire I know it takes courage to change because let's say you're making a six-figure income. I was talking to a person and on the plane, and he got laid off recently. And I said, so what did you do or what do you do? And he goes, well, I hope I don't have to work anymore. And he was kiddingly, but he wasn't really kidding. And after talking to him for a few minutes, I kind of assessed him on the plane sitting next to me. I just assessed him. I said, do you want – can I just share? Um, I said, I wouldn't hire you. You know, I, I need people right now really bad, and you're available employee that have a skill set that actually I could use. But because of what you just spoke, I would never want you to come work for me because you don't really want to work. But I think the bigger issue is, is that you don't have really any fire in your belly. You don't have a purpose to fulfill in your life. You're just kind of going through the motion. He goes, wow, did you did you really like get that all from what I just said? And I said, "Uh uh-huh. He goes, wow, I got to watch what I say. And I said, well, not everybody's going to be as astute as I am just because I'm, I'm, that's how I am. I'm, I'm an interviewer and I'm looking for certain qualities in people for certain things. So, so um, yeah, I think that our verbals and our nonverbals can say a lot about us. So we do need to be careful about that. And he says, you know, it's not true. I really, I do want to work. I just, I've been doing the same thing for so long and I'm comfortable because I was making really good money. 
Um, but now I really want to assess my life. I'm in my 40s, and I, I'm just not sure, you know, what I want to do with my life. And I said, wow, you're in a really great place. He goes, really? And I said, yeah, think about it. You're in a really great place. You're 40. You're not 60. And you're looking for a new start, a new beginning. And it does take courage to make changes like that. But your employer helped you out because you got laid off. So now you've got all the time in the world to figure this out. So now is the time. So get a piece of paper out and write down what it is that that you know you really enjoy doing. Write all those things down on the left column. And then write all the things that you really disliked about where you've been, what you've done before, so that you can figure this out. Because you want to go on the left-hand column, if that's the column with the good things, and you want to empower yourself to do what you were created to do. Because those things that you're good at, those things that come easy to you. Like today, I was at a luncheon, and, and the lady was saying, wow, you know, you talk on the radio, and you have a television show, and you know, don't, aren't you scared? And I said, no, really, I'm not. I mean, it comes so easy for me. And it's because God created me to do this. But he didn't create everybody to do this. But I love to be on stage. I love it. But not everybody does. It's like one of the biggest fears in the world is to get on stage and talk. Public speaking is one of the top ones, along with spiders. You know, arachnophobia. People are really afraid of spiders. I'm not really afraid of spiders. I don't want to get bit by a black widow, but I'm not really afraid of them. I don't have to look at them every day, and it's a good thing, though. It's not my deal. Efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right thing. Oh, isn't that good? See, I always have said, I want to be efficient. I want to be efficient. But I want to be efficient doing the right things. You know, we can do right in things that are not really our things to do. Or I want to be, I'm a results-oriented person. You have to say what you are, okay? I am a results-oriented person. R-O-I, results. I need results. Return on investment. That's what ROI stands for, return on investment. Whether you're, you're investing money or you're investing time, you're investing energy, what are you getting back from the time you're spending doing whatever it is you're doing? Isn't that good? ROI. See, advertising, you spend money, right? And you spend money on time. And you need to know how much comes from every penny you spend to say, was that a good use of that penny or not? And I, I really understand that a lot more because I've made a study of it. I kind of understand now what, what works, what doesn't. So, again, if you want to be, sponsor the show, I can tell you if this would be a good fit for you or not. Just go to suefreeze.com and connect with me there. The scripture here, Deuteronomy 6.18, Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord so that it may go well with you. Do you know what is right? Do you know what is good? according to the Lord, in the sight of the Lord. I think we have this little voice that tells us whether it's the good voice or the bad voice. I think we know. Instinctively, I think we know. You know, you don't have to read your Bible to know good from wrong, right from wrong, good from bad. I I really don't think so. I, I, I think it's pretty simple. Don't equate activity with efficiency. Somebody can stay really busy and not accomplish anything. Have you ever known somebody like that? I have. Here, here's the thing for me, as everybody that knows me in any depth at all knows I'm a Reader's Digest version. And I'm using that term so lightly now because of my age, and Reader's Digest was a magazine that was printed a long time ago. So this new age of people, this new 
um, this new age. They don't even know what Reader's Digest means, um, so I have to explain Reader's Digest version. And what Reader's Digest was is it summarizes a whole entire story. You could have a whole book, and it'll summarize it in like five pages, maybe three pages, maybe even a paragraph. I'd much rather have, if somebody's going to explain a story or explain details to me, you know, I don't want a lot of he said, she said. I would rather somebody just get to the point because that's just me. I don't have that many minutes in a day, okay? So don't don't really cloud me with a lot of talk. I don't want it. I just want Reader's Digest version. What do you need me to do in this situation? Now, that can come across as being curt or I like the word direct better. Um, I don't think I'm really curt. I'm just a matter of fact. I'm straightforward. And not everybody can handle that. Not everybody can handle that. But in order, people say, how do you get so much done in a day, Sue? And I'm like, I don't know. I just do what I have to do. But how I get so much done is I don't sweat the small stuff. I've learned what small stuff is. I prioritize. As much as I can, I'll, I'll look at something. I'll say, okay, that doesn't need to be dealt with right now. That somebody else can do. And I need to do what only I can do. My gifts the purpose that God created me to do. So what are those things, okay? And I need to focus on those. And uh, people in business, they'll talk about walking down the hall, and I've talked about this on my radio show before, saying that monkeys will jump on my back if I let them. You know, I walk down the hall, and there's six uh, offices on my way down the hall to get to the call center. And um, somebody will speak out or come out of their chair and come to me on the hallway and say, Sue, da-da-da-da-da, or Sue, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, okay, I just took on two monkeys. And I'm like, are those my monkeys? No, those aren't my monkeys. So I'm throwing them back. I'm like, that's not my monkey. That's your monkey. You take care of it. And then this monkey comes over. That was that was learned. That's not always the way I was. Okay, um, juggling kids, juggling juggling the workplace, juggling uh, my ministries, just all the things that I juggle, and trying to be a friend, and trying to be a sister, and trying to be a mother, and a wife, and all those things. It's just. There's a lot to juggle, isn't there? And whether you're a, a male or a female, whatever role you have, if you're a Mr. Mom, that's great. But whatever we're doing, we need to do it to the best of our ability. And it's not its not like they're saying, you know, the activity. Um, we need to be efficient, but we need to do the right activities. So you need to evaluate that, right? We all need to evaluate what we're doing in a day and does it really matter. What's the ROI? Return on investment. And let us decide what it is that's important for only us to do. And let us decide what we can delegate. My son says, Mom, you know what you're really good at? And I say, what, Tyson? And he says, he puts his finger out. He points his finger in about five different directions. And I said, honey, thank you for that. That's a compliment. Because I wouldn't be able to get everything I get done if I didn't have people around me that could take some of these things on. But listen, I want you to walk with me for a day. I just want you to shadow me for a day. And I want you to see exactly what your mother does. Okay? Because I think you're going to have a new understanding as to uh, what it is your mom does. Um, And I think you're going to understand a little more. And uh, he did that for like two hours and he had enough. So um, that was kind of a good lesson for him, I think. You can accomplish more in one hour with God than one lifetime without him. 
Walk in wisdom, redeeming the time, Colossians 4, 5. This is another answer, I would say, as far as what I get done and how I get it done is, you know, I ask God, ask. There's that word again, three-letter word. I ask God to guide my words, guide my thoughts, guide my steps. I want him to guide everything that I do. Why? Because he has so much more knowledge than I ever could have. He is all-knowing. He's all-powerful. And, you know, if I have him on my side and he's guiding me, then I just have a lot more confidence in my ability. I just want to give you a catch-up on the um, God dream. Uh, I am closing escrow this Friday. And I just got the docs that say how much I have to pay a month, what the property taxes is going to be, the closing figure and my monthly payment, all that. I just, I got that today and I just signed it today and handed it back to the the loan so the loan documents can complete. And I was there this last weekend and I watered the plants because the plants were dying because nobody's, you know, taking care of them. It's just kind of sitting there in the dry heat and it's, everything is dying. And uh, the only thing that is still living, which I find very interesting, is a grapevine. Everything else is dying And I don't know that much about grapevines, but I just think it's interesting that it's a grapevine that is still living. It's almost like that and an oleander, an oleander, which they can live in the desert, I think. But uh, I just find it interesting. So I just want to give you a a heads up on that. Go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Go there. Please go there. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And check out the Lunch with Susie. Check out the IMs. And check out anything else that's there, the podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.